What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. WTAW News Time is six minutes after eight. It's 48 degrees. News is presented by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, your one-stop steel supply store on Highway 21 East in Bryan. Go to pioneerboys.com. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. College Station police arrest a local woman who promotes on her Facebook page selling stolen merchandise. Online records show it's the 15th time that 24-year-old Skylar Duffy of College Station has been in the Brazos County Jail since January of 2018. This week's bookings on 15 charges. Three are for felony thefts or two or more prior convictions that took place in January and last December. Duff had also picked up for failing to pay fines and seven prior convictions and revoking probation from five more convictions. Duffy's prior convictions include two for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, one felony injury to a child, one misdemeanor assault causing bodily injury, four thefts and violating two protection orders. Duffy's jailed in lieu of bonds totaling $306,000 in orders to pay more than $5,100 in fines. Bill Oliver, 1620-945-WTAW. A Brazos County District Court jury trial ended yesterday before the jury heard all the evidence. The district attorney's office says that they and a college station man entered a plea agreement in multiple cases. 51-year-old Corrine Watson was sentenced to 30 years for possessing methamphetamine, misdemeanor family violence assault, and twice violating a protection order related to the assault. The punishment was due in part to Watson's criminal history, which online jail records show three prior trips to prison. Less than 6% of Brazos County's registered voters have participated in early voting for next Tuesday's primary. The elections office says 6,200 Republicans and 940 Democrats have voted through yesterday. Early voting continues today and tomorrow between 7 and 7 in Brazos County at five voting centers. Texas A&M's chief of staff to the president says the university wants to be good partners with the local community. The response from Susan Balabina during her monthly visit on our show was in reference to addressing parking issues in downtown Bryan that became more complicated after A&M employees were moved to the Verisco building. I have been briefed in recent days on the situation in downtown Bryan and, and I think what Mayor Gutierrez said is probably correct. It's, it's a walking problem, not a parking problem. Balabina says A&M employees should be using the downtown Bryan parking garage and area parking lot. If I owned a business in downtown Bryan, I would want to make sure that the parking in front of my business was available. Members of a downtown Bryan parking committee created by the mayor include AM's associate vice president for transportation. College Station ISD community members are invited to a first ever track and field competition for the district's elementary students. They'll have awards and medals. There's going to be a community portion where they can walk. CSISD Athletic Director Kevin Starnes told school board members earlier this month that the Little Olympics was the brainchild of two track and field coaches and the district's assistant athletic director. The vision that, that they had is to create an event that connects our community through track and field related competition. Starnes says the event on May 8th at Tiger Field will involve winners from each elementary campus where all students will have the opportunity to participate. 
The Texas Association of Broadcasters has announced that WTAW is a finalist for six awards for our news and sports coverage from last year. Those winners will be announced at the TAB Broadcast News Awards Banquet in April. WTAW has also won seven first place awards in the radio division that includes Texas radio stations outside the major markets of Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, San Antonio, and Austin. WTAW news time is nine minutes after eight. It's 48 degrees. News is presented by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. One more look at your local news at 830, or you can always go online to WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber, 1620, 94.5 WTAW. Hey, good morning. It's 811 to see Glad you're with us. We're in the WC Tractor studio, your local award-winning Kubota New Holland dealer. In Bryan and Navasota, and the weather is brought to you by Malik. Malik Heating and Air can eliminate the toughest odors guaranteed or your money back. Restore comfort to your home. Malik, feel the difference. Here we go. Cloudy and cool today. We'll have some showers moving in this afternoon. High in the lower 50s. Showers ending by midnight. Plenty of clouds for the rest of the night. Low in the middle 40s. Skies become mostly sunny on Friday. It'll be warmer. High near 70. A few clouds are on Friday night. We'll drop back to the lower 50s. Sunny and warm on Saturday. High temperature in the upper 70s. I'm meteorologist Scott Kaplan, 1620-945 WTAW. Hey, there you go. It's 812. Hey, guys, I don't know. Have, have you guys used Google this morning? I didn't know if you I have that. Googled. Yep, I have. have I have you? Googled. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I found that I uh, I have, too. I think a uh, few people do. Hey, this morning, we're getting to talk to Julia Lee Harder, who is a Google Trends expert. Julia, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Well, How yeah, are you? We're doing fine. So um, you are an expert when it comes to the things that we look at, Google Trends. Is that right? Yeah, we're looking at basically anonymous aggregate data. You can check it at any time at google.com slash trends. And we're just basically picking out different interesting trends of what people are searching. Okay, well, let's look back to a February, a, a Valentine Day. Obviously, that's something that people thought about. What did you find there? Yeah, we saw a lot of interesting things this year that were a little bit different. So the top search Valentine's Day flowers we saw was actually Lego flowers. So <laughs> people are looking to make basically Lego has these sets that are just botanical, beautiful flowers that you can build you can do it as a date night with your significant other and then put it into a vase. And that was actually the top search flower followed by tulips and then paper flowers. Actually, two of the three are not real flowers. Julia, Chelsea has that in her newsroom. I do. I have a I have a vase of Lego really? flowers in my newsroom. I was actually gifted them for a birthday back in the summer. But yeah, they're they're a lot of fun. I love that. Um, I also love food. Julia, I would love to know what kind of recipes or food searches were most common. Yeah, this month has been all about drinks, so coffee and tea. Searches for latte perfume, interestingly enough, rose 2,500%. So not sure why, but people are looking to smell like a latte. Uh, we also had iced coffee tasting being the top trending tasting search over the month. And then top trending latte art was also a big thing. So the top search was cat unicorns, ferns, cherry blossoms, and dragons. So people are looking to learn how to make some latte art. But see, and then once again, there's we unicorns. We talked about it. Yep, That's yep. Right, so, <laughs> so now, are you a coffee drinker? I am not, honestly, a huge coffee drinker, but I would love to try my hand at the latte art. It seems pretty difficult. So the, uh, and I guess one of the other things that's 
interesting is you're an individual. Obviously, you see these trends. Uh, was there a big surprise that you saw in the February trends and you went, oh, that's not me? Um, honestly, a lot of it did resonate with me. But one thing that I thought was really interesting was retro gadgets are making a mm. comeback, funny enough. So I feel like in the past, people have looked up how to get their photos to be really clear, but how to make photos blurry was actually the top trending how to make photos search. And point and shoot cameras and the Canon power shot each reached a five year high. So people are looking to kind of do a new aesthetic with photos and getting back to those more retro devices. And the Tamagotchi and virtual pets also reached a five year high. Hmm. Tamagotchis is going back. Yeah, that's the. Uh, We've that's talked sure. about a lot of that stuff yeah. on the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and Polaroids and things like that. The whole time you're on air. Yeah. For sports, uh, you know, I'm in the sports world. So what, what does it look like as far as for trending for sports, Julia? Yeah, we're definitely looking at the Super Bowl this month, mm. of course. Um, we had people looking up things relating to the halftime show quite a lot. Why does Usher wear gloves was the top trending <laughs> why search minutes before kickoff. So people wanted to know that. I'm actually not sure the answer. Uh, Travis Kelsey was the most searched player during the game. Mm. And I think this will surprise nobody. Taylor Swift was the top search celebrity related to the game. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> I can't imagine that. Yeah. So that's a, that's yeah, one of the things. Taylor. So Taylor Swift, let's talk about her because she is a phenomenon. And mm-hmm. clearly, since you're in the trends oh, yeah. business, I mean, is there anything else that's ever approached what she's doing? Oh, yeah. I mean, we were definitely seeing a lot of trends relating to Taylor Swift, especially with the Grammy Awards being this month. So Tortured Poets Department is her new upcoming release, and it became the top trending pre-order search after she announced it at the Grammys. She was also the top search red carpet look following the Grammys, the top searched artist of the night, and the top searched winner of the night. So Taylor Swift is definitely everywhere these days. Kind of a big deal. Yep, we know that. Oh, yeah. I love the category Mm -hmm. of odd news. Oh, yeah. There's definitely some fun stuff. Um, We have, as I mentioned before, the um, retro gadgets is a little bit different and fun but we also have leap year going on actually today and i forgot about it up until now (laughs) 2020 to 2024 similarities was a breakout search that people were looking at so people are really thinking back to 2020 but hopefully not too much um when was the last last leap year was also the top trending question so people are thinking back to that 2020 and top trending leap day searches we had leap day facts Leap Day Superstitions, and Leap Day Foods, funny enough. What? Leap Day food? You mean yeah, like specials? I or, or I didn't know we ate a certain food to celebrate uh, Leap Day, but maybe we are Not a believer, Scott. That's the problem. It, that's yeah. it. So can... I think you don't, but some people do like four cheese dishes, like four things. Oh, because it's like the four, the four leaf clover or the four leaf. Yeah, yeah the four, four years. years yeah. Oh. But I don't know that leaf day foods is an official thing. Yeah, yeah. We did talk about food deals today. So maybe that had something to do with it as well. <laughs> so from the standpoint of, of Google, do, the, do you guys have any idea how many times the average person goes to Google in a day? Have you ever been able to track that? Yeah, so I actually don't have that number with me, but mm-hmm. I'm sure you can look at trends actually at any time at google.com slash trends and see 
what people are searching, look that up in real time, and how many people are searching as well. Um, so that's all I can really speak to for that. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. and, and quick question, Julia. So I use Chrome, and so I just do my searches in the actual like search engine or the, the bar at the top where you would typically type like the web address. I'm not going to the Google homepage and then using that search engine. Do you, I know you don't have the numbers, but do y'all break that up as well to see who's actually going to Google's homepage and using it versus who's maybe just using a search feature or or the Chrome browser? I don't know that you can access that specific breakdown at google.com slash trends, but it definitely does all pool together. Gotcha. Okay, cool. I was just interested. That's it. Hey, Julia, thanks for being with us this morning. We may check in again to see how things are going to Google Trends, okay? Awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Uh, thanks, thanks, Julia. Julia. All right. There you nice. go. Interesting stuff. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, I, I just, you know, I open a new tab and just start typing. I right. don't necessarily go to Google.com to search for something. <laughs> Everything just kind of generates from there. I have to believe she may not know that information. But I have to believe they're following that. Absolutely, I yeah. Have I have to believe well, because they they're going to want to know too how many people are using Chrome yeah. versus other web browsers and then and their search engines. So they, yeah, I know she's really just looking at the trends. I just that was a little bit more into the weeds. Interesting to talk. Well, that's okay. Interesting to talk to the people from Google. Hey, it's eight twenty one. It's the Infomaniacs. It's a Thursday. Glad you're with us this morning. You know the the wind kind of blew in. It's a little bit chilly yesterday. Had to go walk the puppy. Uh, we didn't walk that long. Uh, kind of got into some areas where there's some wind breaks, so that was all right. Yeah, I walked dogs yesterday Did at Aguiland Humane. Yep. Yeah, so you know, part of the volunteer gig is you got to get in at least one shift a month to keep your volunteer status. Oh, you you get get and so, uh, yeah, I mean, you can. There are there are breaks like throughout the year that you can take and, and things like that. But if I'm going to take a break, it's during that hundred degree weather in August. Sure. So anyway, I I had not gotten a shift in in February, and I, I wanted to and I needed to, so decided to go out and. Actually Actually, take advantage of the weather shift a little bit because mm-hmm. you get to walk in dogs and it's it's easy to break a sweat. Sure, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, went out and walked some dogs yesterday and man, oh, there's just some there's some cuties out there. There's some lovers and it was a lot of fun. I <laughs> I walked this one dog. He's a senior, some kind of Jack Russell like terrier mix of sorts, and his name was Stewie. And all I could think of was how perfect him and Dottie would be together. Oh, but I can't, I can't, I can't bring two. No, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, but yeah, no, it was it was great. And I mean, I I think I've told y'all like they've they've really upped their their volunteer game just in the sense of there were at least four or five of us out there walking dogs yesterday. They've added more volunteer shifts so people have more opportunities. And, um, you know, good news there. There were not they're They're full of their main kennels, but there were not just a ton of stackable kennels and things like that out. So they're at a good capacity. But we know how quickly that can change. Have you ever walked a dog and then like refuse to do it again because they're so bad on the walk that dog yeah well because i don't go in that often um, it's it's a great thing most of the dogs have been adopted by the time i go back the and so children. i don't i don't see a lot of repeats um there there have been dogs that i've walked and it's been it's it's tough but there's this volunteer board that actually has notes on it about all the dogs so you can kind of see oh this one's going to be an issue yeah, <laughs> right like yeah. and then that way they're still going to be let out at some point they 
they've got staff on hand, people like that. Um, but if you're just looking for a nice stroll, you kind of know which ones to avoid. Do any shy from you? Yeah, uh, it can't. You know, some of them can be kind of shy. Um, there's, I've seen, I've never had to do this, but I've seen volunteers have to pick up a dog and carry them back to the building oh, because really? they just stopped walking or really? they just decided they didn't want to walk anymore. Wow. Um, and so, okay. yeah, and, and there are some. One yesterday, he was a little jumpy at first, but then he really warmed up and he was fine on the rest of the walk. Carry so. your dog back from the walk. I, and yeah. I mean, there will be, I've seen the note, like, will stop walking and you will have to. <laughs> carry and these are like big pit bulls oh, or you yeah. know big breed mixes I refuse to move yeah anymore. yeah and they're just like nope i'm over it i mean dottie's done that. wtaw news time is 8 32 it's 47 degrees news is presented by newman printing the largest commercial printer in the region serving businesses like yours for over 70 years newman printing your success is their priority for more click newmanprint.com good morning i'm chelsea reber Members have been chosen for a Brian Mayer's committee to address downtown parking issues. The committee was created in part following Texas A&M's decision to move employees to the Verisco building. The reason we wanted to go to downtown Brian in the first place is because we thought, you know, this is a thriving part of Brian and our community. It would be great to have a presence there. So the last thing we want is inhibit anybody from being able to access local business down there. Susan Balabina, who is the chief of staff to A&M's president, said on our show that if she was a business owner in downtown Bryan, she would want to make sure that parking in front of her business was available. My understanding is there are plenty of surface lots and the garage for our employees to park in. We just need to make sure that that's where they're parking. A&M's associate vice president for transportation is among members of the mayor's downtown parking committee. With two days left in early voting for next week's primary, business is slow at the Brazos County's five elections. Centers. 6,200 Republicans through yesterday is less than 40% who voted in the GOP primary two years ago. 940 Democrats is 20% of the nearly 4,800 who voted in the last primary. The combined total of just over 7,100 is less than 6% of Brazos County's registered voters. Early voting wraps up today and tomorrow between 7 and 7. College Station ISD has started promoting a new track and field competition for elementary students. The Little Olympics is really the brainchild of two of our track coaches and Megan Simak. So the two track coaches really put this idea together, came to Megan and pitched it to her. She loved it. CSISD Athletic Director Kevin Starn shared at this month's school board meeting where all elementary students have the opportunity to participate on their campuses. And then the top, the fastest kids in those different events will all converge on May 8th at Tiger Field and compete against each other. Starn says the community is invited to the Little Olympics competition at Tiger Field on May 8th. A 51-year-old College Station man agrees to a 30-year prison sentence as part of a plea agreement with the Brazos County District Attorney's Office. That meant a district court jury got to go home yesterday while evidence was still being presented at the trial of Corrine Watson. The trial was on a charge of possessing methamphetamine. The plea agreement also covers misdemeanor family violence assault and violating a protection order two times related to that charge. Online jail records show this will be Watson's fourth trip to prison. A College Station woman's 15th trip to the Brazos County Jail in the last six years is on 15 charges. The latest booking of 24-year-old Skylet Duffy includes three new charges of felony theft with two or more prior convictions, motions to revoke probation in five cases, and failing to pay fines in seven other cases. Duffy's held on bonds totaling $306,000 in orders to pay more than $5,100 in fines. 
Arrest reports from College Station Police say Duffy promoted her thefts from retail stores on her Facebook page. That included showing photos of what was stolen, including their price tags. Most recent thefts took place January 22nd and last December 1st and 19th. Motions to revoke probation includes two convictions of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, violating two protection orders, and one felony theft. The unpaid fines are associated with injuring a child, a misdemeanor assault causing bodily injury, three thefts, interfering with public duties, and misdemeanor criminal trespassing. Bill Oliver, 1620 wtaw The Texas Association of Broadcasters has announced WTAW has received seven first-place awards for our news and sports coverage from last year. We compete against Texas radio stations outside the major markets of Dallas-Fort Worth, Houston, San Antonio, and Austin. WTAW is recognized for best sportscasts, continuing coverage of a news story, the best general assignment story, the best sports story, the best beat coverage for our reporting of College Station City Government, the best news anchor, and the best use of audio. WTAW is also a finalist for six more awards. The TAB's awards banquet will be held in April in Austin. WTAW news time is 836. It's 47 degrees. News is presented by Newman Printing. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945-WTAW. Gladney's got you covered. Call them at 399-8928 or go to gladneyautomotive.com. Here's the weather. Plenty of clouds around today, some showers developing in the afternoon, high only in the middle 50s. Mostly cloudy tonight, showers ending low in the middle 40s. Skies will clear out on Friday, warmer will get up close to 70. Clear to partly cloudy Friday night, low in the lower 50s. Mostly sunny, even warmer on Saturday, high temperatures will climb into the upper 70s. I'm meteorologist Scott Kaplan, 1620-945 WTAW. Visit with folks from the city of Bryan on Thursday. Thursdays and uh, Jamie Cox here this morning from the uh, Legends Event Center. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Scott. How, how are you doing this Good. morning? Things uh, moving along pretty well out there, huh? Yeah, we are extremely busy. We've we've uh, started the year off with wrestling, cornhole, cheer, and we're about to run into our home and garden and junior league bargain blitz this weekend. Yeah, that ought to be a pretty uh, well-attended event. That, that's been going on a long time. Yes, sir. Last year, the Home and Garden Expo moved from the Expo Center over to Legends Event Center, and that was our first non-sporting event, so it really showcased the flexibility of the event center, and now they are uh, working with the junior league and partnering with them and bringing them on Saturday. We'll have both both organizations running their their uh, special events. So it's going to be a lot of people on Saturday coming out to Legends Event Center. For sure. And it's a complex, obviously. The things are going on there, but you've got stuff going on on the outside, too. Absolutely. We're excited to be here this morning to talk about our grand opening for the Sand Volleyball Courts. That'll be next Saturday, March 9th, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And I brought along Kyle Walton, my director of sports, to kind of talk about what we, what we got going there and then what you can see beyond just the grand opening. Sure. Hey, Kyle, thanks for being with us this morning. Hey, thank you. Tell us a little bit about you before we uh, get started. <laughs> so I came to Jamie. Uh, I coached uh, Division One volleyball for the last 18 years, uh, most recently at Oklahoma, and then my wife actually is the assistant volleyball coach here at Texas A&M. So we came down to, to Bryan College Station, and I didn't have a job. And then, <laughs> and then, legend, then Legends came open, and it actually worked out perfect. This is what I went to school for 18 years ago. So I guess using your degree 18 years after you get it is something. There you go. So we had talked actually earlier this week about the fact that these uh, courts were going to open up, and Chelsea was pretty jazzed about that. Yeah, they they look incredible, first of all, at least from what I've seen, pictures and, and whatnot. But tell people a little bit about how this is also going to tie into the club that calls Legends Event Center home, Skyline BCS. 
Yeah, so the first thing we want to let everybody know is that these courts are spec'd out to be NCAA, uh, AVP professional size and depth of courts. They're the best sand that we could possibly find in America. That got shipped in from uh, actually San Antonio in 56 trucks. Wow. So that was quite a quite a, a week of, of uh, stuff going on out there. But yes, uh, BCS Skyline, who um, is a sister club to Houston Skyline, will will operate on the courts. They will um, they will hold camps. They will hold different different types of training out there. But sand volleyball in the NCAA world is a growing and emerging sport. So with that, everybody is starting to kind of go that direction, and we'll have the ability to offer that to them. Yeah, so if Texas A&M Volleyball ever wanted to add that to their their program, I guess, um, that would that could be a possibility because now you've got these sanctioned courts, correct? 100% could be a possibility if they were not going to build courts on their on their campus, we would definitely be a training opportunity for them. And then obviously for those of us who, who played back in the day and maybe uh, it, it's tough to find indoor competition or it's just too hard on the knees these days, um, what kind of opportunities are there going to be for civilians to use these sand volleyball courts? So Monday nights, starting the Monday after spring break, we are going to run like a co-ed sixes league and a co-ed fours league on the same night. On Tuesday nights, we're going to run a corporate sixes league. And then on Thursday night, we're going to run a college sixes league. So we're kind of trying to touch everybody in the community in some fashion. And that was just our initial plan. And once we start getting people out there, start talking to them, getting their interests, what they like, what they don't like, then we can obviously keep modifying as the seasons happen. And then do you guys plan on hosting? I know there is, you know, club sand volleyball too. And so, I, and you know, volleyball tournaments are, are a big deal that you guys have hosted at Legends. Is this a place where you could now host tournaments where teams from, I mean, truly all over the country could come and play? Yeah, so we will host those tournaments. Uh, we've been in talks with multiple different organizations to do that kind of stuff. It'll be doubles tournaments, obviously. Right. And then we also have been in talks with some of the universities that are here in Texas. So Sam Houston, um, Abilene Christian, TCU, Texas, all those teams already have uh, SAN programs. Mm -hmm. So we're looking to host something in the fall for them that they will all come to Brian and play, you know, kind of a, a round robin type of a situation. Awesome. Very cool. Thanks for answering all my questions. And Scott, there's, <laughs> there's a unique thing about this sand. It's not just volleyball. So Kyle and I have been traveling all over the country along with uh, the Destination Brian team going to these conferences to recruit not just your volleyball and basketball and cheer events, but the maybe the less traditional sports and the, the growing um, sports in the sand area are not just volleyball, it's sand soccer. Uh, and, and we will have Calvary Soccer uh, Association will be out at the grand opening with some kids showcasing oh. what that will look like. And then even sand tennis, which is an international Whoa. sport. Whoa. Don't ask me how that's played. <laughs> but we have spoken with the groups that are uh, trying to bring that over here to the states. And we look forward to potentially bringing some sand tennis wow. uh, to Legends Event Center. All right. We'll look forward to that. Thanks for the time, guys. Thank you. Yep. Visit with the folks of City Brian on Thursday. It's 846 Sand Tennis.
Sand t- sand soccer, which I mean that I, I can picture obviously easier than sand tennis. Because but. the movement of the ball is based on when it hits the ground, right? Sure. I mean, and so yeah, yeah. or hmm. what you put on it. But I mean, <gasps> had you ever I, heard of that before, Zach? I have not. Okay, I haven't heard of sand tennis either. But uh, I mean, I, I've seen myself running on sand before, yeah. or I felt it, and I, I don't think it would be very conducive for for me. Yep. Um, okay. So, <clears throat> with that in mind, there's a new sport called ice football. Oh, okay. I heard about this. Oh, I fans, think I have too. Fans yeah. in Germany uh, got to see a game before the Super Bowl this year. Über den Lauf. Es geht über. Da ist er. Es geht über Ailton. Kleines, dickes Ailton. Mit dem Touchdown für den Norden. Am heutigen Abend, wir haben schon einen Krimi. Here's a guy trying to kick. He falls on his butt trying to kick an extra point. <laughs> Anyway. Nach Vegas. Aber Stefan, sehr, sehr schöne Lauftechnik da. Das oh, soll ja. man sich sparen. Das ist arrogant. Das ist taunting. Das wird in der NFL ein Panzer. Oh, da ist schon. Oh, and then they snap it over the quarterback's head. Anyway, it's like normal football played on a hockey rink. No skates, just normal shoes. Oh, man. Huh. I'm not going to lie, though. I'd have to watch it with that announcer uh, oh, yeah. announcing it. That oh, was yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, nine. All right, we'll see how that works. So anyway, it's leap day. This is stuff you don't think about if you are a leap baby. I mm-hmm. mean, there are people who... Oh, we actually have a listener. We have a listener yes, today. Yes, we do. She's turning the ripe old age of 18. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's really cool. I grew up with a girl that was born on leap day. Okay. And so, and we went to high school together and everything like that. But I, I don't keep in touch with her, so I'm not sure how she's celebrating this year. But 70 people who are leap year babies are on a cruise right now in the Bahamas. Wait, is that... Wait, isn't that... Who's is in that, the Bahamas? Yeah, isn't that where um, uh, the... Somebody uh, wait, was. Tom, somebody was yeah, listening. Tom Marty. Yeah, Tom. Okay, well, no, this is this is okay. Helen, yeah. who, who has a birthday today. Well, but so Tom may be on this cruise. Right, uh, yeah, right, we'll exactly. And see. But anyway... Your, doesn't your birthday have to be on... Or I guess that's just a Well, maybe it is, and we just don't know. Right, okay, it's 70 okay. people, right? And here's Mike Yeager talking about it. We have this opportunity. We're going to celebrate a unique birthday with 69 or 70 other people celebrating on the exact same day. So this is fun. This is exciting. There seems to be uh, a similarity of leapers, and I'm starting to see that. They're, 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 they're happier. They're, they're more, I don't know if you'd say aggressive, but, the, but they just <laughs> love life and, and embrace it a little bit more. Thanks, Mike. He's saying he's grouping all leapers together. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. did y'all did y'all ever see the rom com called Leap Year? It no. came out in 2010 no, with Amy I Adams and Matthew it, yeah. Good. Oh, it's so cute because the so the I think it's Irish, right? The Irish legend yeah. is that leap on Leap Day. That is the one day that women are allowed to propose to men. Oh. And so it's all about um, it's that you know when yet another anniversary passes without a marriage proposal from her boyfriend, she decides to take action. Um, aware of the tradition that allows women to pop the question she plans to follow him to dublin and ask him to marry her oh that does sound like hey caller what's film. up it was cute hey if one that you said it's turned 18 she was born on leap day wouldn't that mean she's really only three well yeah no 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 no, no. no, no she's no. she's older than 18 yeah, yeah she is a little bit older <laughs> but not much yeah but that so there you go. But this is something that's kind of interesting. These are, the, the story calls them indignities that elite babies must endure. The same joke every four years. If you're born on February 29th, <laughs> 1984, then you'll hear happy 10th birthday and whatever that happens right. to be. Computer systems and online forums. 
Some of them still do not recognize February 29th really? as a real day. Oh. Do the drop-down menu put in February, the drop-down yeah. menu may not go past the 28th. So mm, yeah. if you enter your birthday, it may sometimes pop up invalid. Even the DMV has some issues with that still to this day. Well, think about companies like that give you a, a reward on your birthday. Good point. Wouldn't you want it to be February 28th yeah. or March 1st? So that's you make point. sure you get your you know free cookie with purchase sure, or whatever. I think that's true. Uh, problems with getting carded. A ton of Leap Day mm. babies have been uh, bounced because... People think they've got a fake ID. They'll go, well, there's no February 29th. Oh, my gosh. Dumb bouncers. Yeah, well, (laughs) duh. Okay. And Facebook has ignored them before. Some Leap Day babies celebrate on the 28th, and some prefer to go to March 1st. Facebook says it does send out alerts now, so some leapers can, in fact, claim that they've been ignored. Leapers. Leaping ain't easy, baby. So there you go. The the indignities of leapers. It's 8.53. It's the Infomaniacs. Glad you're with us on this uh, Thursday morning. It's going to stay about this temperature all day long. We do have about a 50% chance of rain, uh, up to a 60% by tonight, and then it starts warming up. Weekend ought to be great as far as the temps are concerned. Good. You got uh, book club? Book club tonight. Yeah, so February's meeting. I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually hosting it at my apartment. Didn't you big. just do that? Uh, I did it back for our Christmas party okay, back in right. December. Yeah. But, you know, I, I just feel like we haven't found the right fit for the best location in town. Uh-huh. Um, we've gone to some okay places and, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I just so I decided to just say, hey, come on over. We'll do takeout takeover. So bring your favorite takeout. I'm not cooking for anyone. I was going to ask if no. they were going to be hors d'oeuvres. No, or no, anything. no, no. I, yeah, I, I did a little bit of that for our Christmas shindig. But the other thing is, like, we've had kind of a, a low attendance lately, which is fine. It's easier to, to provide for less people. But I, instead of planning, I just said, hey, you know, especially for those who are getting off of work, go grab your favorite takeout. Come on over. We'll just relax. Dottie will love to hang out with everybody and, and we'll get to talk about the book. So yeah. it'll, it should be it should be nice. I'm okay. excited. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. We're just we're, we're still kind of uh, trying out the right fit of where to go. What are the dynamics like for the book club? I know we've talked about it before, but are you one of the, if not the youngest person in there? Uh, No, 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 no. Nope, nope. There we have, it's, it's, I would say 25 to 40 is our, is our age range. Yeah. So these are, these are like, you know, these are friends of mine. So Yeah. All right. Well, mm-hmm. we'll look forward to that, and we'll hear what kind of th- that you may get a good recipe out of this, a good uh, good treat out of this, right? From what? From the takeout. From, from takeout. From takeout from right. the restaurant. Yeah. Well, you may get yeah something. <laughs> I you can make tried this from home. That's I fine. can make this burger it's from Freddy's at home. Well, does anybody? Uh, we'll see. Does anybody bring anything exotic like Mediterranean? Oh, takeout? maybe, uh, like that, maybe. See? I am excited to see what other people bring. I just want to know what people like when something they offensive. when they go get their favorite uh, takeout. Hey, we found out there's a pickleball court in uh, Caldwell. Yeah, yeah, somebody, somebody texted, texted in. in. Yeah, so Davidson there. Park. All right, there they got that happening. I'll bring, you know. I'll bring my uh, pickleball rackets. Yeah, okay. Pickleball. Go have fun. All right, so this is our last story on the 29th of February because it's the 29th of February, and tomorrow we can't use it. Apparently, without a leap year, Christmas would be in July. Really? Yep. yep. I did. I, I read somewhere that, yeah, the seasons would completely flop every like 700 years yeah, or something. Yeah, that sort of thing. Uh, unlike leap days, leap seconds are not actually added to the regular schedule because their variations are not as predictable. But today being the 29th, as we said, it takes um, 365 days, five hours and 48 minutes to actually rotate around the sun. Okay. Okay. And so that means that 
if you and we talked about it one of the plans they had was to add 20 minutes every sunday during daily savings time i mean they've tried everything that they can mm-hmm. to allow humans to live on earth as normally as possible besides despite just the, getting rid of it yeah despite that fact so here that's the deal if we didn't add that extra day the calendar would shift about 25 days every century meaning that after about 600 years christmas would actually be in july which we wouldn't really like. It's kind of the way it is in uh, down in the, the down-unders. That's where they have that problem in Australia, New Zealand, and all that, that it's warm during Christmas. But that's what they're used to. Yeah, right. that is. People have recognized the need for leap years for thousands of years, and the current Gregorian calendar has been in use since the late 1500s. If you didn't know, the length of a day is also periodically adjusted by the leap seconds. So I'm just glad I wasn't are. in charge of the calendar because I would have totally messed it up. <laughs> just saying. And would you have named it the same thing or would you have named no. it after people you know? It would have been Zach Day. Or, or Not birds. Leap Year. It would okay. have been Zach Day. I just like that they're called leapers. Yeah, that is good. They can, uh, well, and again, you're going to get the people on that cruise and just out there because of social media, you may meet other leapers today. That's because true. Of that it's easier to, to meet them. them. What if two leapers fall in love? Oh, oh there cute. you go. We're back to our ride broadcasting station, WTAW, College Station.